All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another um, episode of um, Talk 122 with your superintendent, Dr. Terrell Yarbrough. Um, with me, I, I have someone who um, needs no introduction, um, is very well known throughout, I think, um, our, our high school, our Harlem community, um, you know, and, and, and beyond. And so, uh, Mr. Nick Stangy, thank you for, for being a guest. Um, what, what some may not know is that you're usually on the other side of this, yeah. <laughs> manning the cameras and, and helping out um, with, with our fabulous team. So I appreciate you getting on this side. Um, and what we are going to talk about a little bit is, is VetDoc, um, which I think is, is something that's near and dear to not only your heart, um, but a, a lot of individuals um, within and without, I mean, within our community and outside of our community as well. So if you can talk a little bit about, you know, VetDoc, you know, how it got started, and then some of the activities that are coming up, you know, either this month or the next. Yeah. Um, so VetDoc, or the Harlem Veteran Project, all kind of originated out of a grant. So... Oh, man, I don't even know how many years it's been. 11, 12 years, uh, there was a grant. Me and uh, Dr. Boyce, who's now the principal, mm -hmm. uh, we applied for the grant, lucky enough to get it. Came down to Springfield. They put us through a training, um, and then we got some equipment, brought it back, and then it kind of started as an independent study, and then it kind of blossomed into uh, the class that it is now. Um, for those who don't know, it's basically Harlem Veteran Projects where we sit down and we interview veterans. Okay. And then we take those interviews that probably on an average are 90 minutes, and the student kind of works with that and then manipulates that and creates a doc highlighting mm -hmm. kind of that veteran's experience um, during their time in service. And that usually ends up about to about 20, 40 minutes in length. Um, we upload it to YouTube, um, and then we've done about over 150 student docs have been produced over the years. We've done some other phone lake docs that I've worked on with uh, Miss Newnham now, who also teaches it, mm -hmm. and um, former alumni. And we always try to get like a current student involved. So um, we've screened some stuff at the Bloink Film Festival the last past, I think, four or five years. Yeah. Um, so, and then I think we're going to evolve it even more next year to kind of what is going to transition to the Harlem documentary class and look to expand and cover even more stories. Um, we'll continue to do veteran interviews, but we'll also expand it to um, other historical stories from the area. Okay. Um, so, you know, um, we might have an opportunity to go down to Mississippi, get some civil rights interviews. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that could be incorporated in there as well as local stuff. So okay. we're looking to expand um, our scope of what we're covering. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. And so what activities do you have coming up? The big one coming up is we are going to be doing the our, what we call the gala. Okay. So that's kind of where we showcase all the students' work as well as honoring the veterans themselves. Mm -hmm. So typically how that works is um, the students will be screening their docs. Um, because of COVID, the class has decreased in size the last <coughs> few years. Um, we're five strong and mighty kids this year. Um, <coughs> but the cool thing that this will let us do is actually screen the whole docs. So we'll be kind of doing like a um, film festival type screening. So okay. we'll be able to screen them all um, because in years past, we've had as much as 20, 30 kids and we can only do kind of compilation videos. So this would be a great opportunity to see what a whole product looks like from beginning to end. Um, we'll honor the veterans who the stories um, focusing on. So it's if you're watching this, you're invited May 21st. <coughs> Four o'clock at the high school auditorium, so come on out free of charge. 
um, you know, bring some guests. We'd love to fill up the whole auditorium, so that would be great. That's cool. And um, just speaking from experience, that's a, it's a great event, and um, it's all, always well attended, and, and there's – there's some there's some crying in the audience, so <laughs> so so that's good. And so just thinking back to um, when when you and Dr. Boyce you know started it with the grant um, to where it is now, um, what would you say? You know, just getting feedback from you know interviewing veterans and and, and all of that. What what has been the reaction and the reception? Um, you know, for this project going from an independent study to now, you know, a class, to now even evolve, evolving even more, you know, so, yeah. Um, I mean, it's changed my professional life as well as my personal life. Okay. Um, it's just, you know, teaching is, you know, I've been doing it 16 years and there's ups and downs. I kind of hit a point where I was kind of, I don't know if I was burned out necessarily, but I was looking for something new. So sometimes when you teach the same subject over and over, it's nice to get a new subject. So when right. this kind of fell... Um, you know, into my lap, it, it kind of, you know, reignited me, gave me the passion again, um, which I was kind of missing, I felt there for a year. So um, that was key. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing what the students get out of it. Okay. So, you know, literally last month, I was able to officiate a wedding of two former students who met because of the class. Okay. And, you know, it was a very humbling experience to be there to talk to all the former students that were there as right. well. Um, you know, to hear the dad talk about how much the class meant to his son. Okay. Um, and, like, how they've literally met because of this. They hmm. continue to be active in the veteran community. Um, and just to see that and to see the growth and all these kids go on. And it's not just we've had kids who do go into filmmaking. Okay. But we've also had, you know, um, a kid, uh, you know, was sharing a story with me. He's now working for immigration law. Like trying to help people, you know, get into the country to have that opportunity. Um, and how he said VetDoc provided the confidence for him to be able to talk to people, you know, in these personal manners. And, you know, I think back to the student who wanted to quit the first week. And then the gal is there and she's giving a poem okay. uh, in front of, you know, 300 people. Just to see that growth and to see what the kids get out of it. The veterans have been, um, they always express how much it's meant to them. I think it's become very therapeutic for them. Um, you know, it's kind of a form of therapy for them to be able to share these stories because a lot of them come and they haven't shared these stories. You know, if the World War II veteran, you know, sometimes their spouse comes and they haven't heard it and they've been married wow. 50 years. Oh, man. So that's the first time they're hearing something or some Vietnam veterans hadn't talked about it, you know, since they left until um, they sat down with us. Okay. And to hear that it helped them and that they grew because of that, um, is very powerful. Right. And then, you know, and then to be able to use that for this younger generation, because I think the power of oral history, which I've said a thousand times, is not necessarily the words that they say, but the emotions they carry on their face. Mm-hmm. You know, they tell a powerful story, and then they have that, you know, five-second pause where you can see that they're back at that, you know, memory again. And then the kids can read that. That does more teaching than anything I could do in a classroom of something I haven't experienced. Right. And I think that's powerful. And that's also why we want to expand it, too. Okay. Because it's a way to give people more access to different perspectives mm-hmm. of what it means to, you know, to live in, you know, the Harlem community. What have they experienced? And when kids can see that and have that connection of sitting across the table from them and going, oh, my God, I didn't realize that, you know, um, that 
that's your experience, you know, because everybody has, you know, a different background, different, you know, um, history that they're coming from to it. And that's the power of the class. Okay. All right. No, good stuff. I mean, I was going to interrupt you, but uh, yes. the whole wedding story was, was so powerful. <laughs> you officiated a wedding? Yeah, yeah, oh, I got a, I got a card now. So <laughs> if anybody's looking, uh, that is that no. is awesome. So yeah, I mean, it was pretty crazy. You know, yeah, so. no, that, that that that's good. I mean, I I really just the whole um, piece of where you know students can can grow and and not only you know get something from the class you know during the class time, but even afterwards and go on and, and do other things that, that they can trace back to their time, you know, during vet doc, you know, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and so a couple things I'm going to have fun with here a little bit, you know, so, so obviously this, this class um, has had a huge impact on, on a lot of people, yeah. right. And it gives us an opportunity to um, show our veterans, you know, how much, you know, you know, we appreciate um, what they've done for all of us. Um, but two, you know, our students, it helped our students become, um, people that they didn't even think that they could, you know, become and do things that they didn't even think they could do, right? And so to challenge you a little bit here, because um, I, I know a lot of, you know, the documentaries and the videos, you know, mean something to you, um, but which one has just stuck with you? Like, you you made, you, you your students made it, and, and, and that documentary just, it, it's, it, whenever you just think of it, it just, it just sticks with you. Uh, there's probably a couple different ones. Uh, the one vet story that sticks with me is Ned Broderick, okay. um, who was in Vietnam, um, and he was an artist afterwards. Okay. And I don't even know how we got him to do the interview. He didn't. He doesn't talk much about it, but like it was such a powerful interview. Um, and just when he talks about his heaven, it's basically sitting, you know, around a campfire with his military buddies, just drinking, you know, bad coffee, okay. um, just made you realize, you know, kind of the connection that is formed in, you know, um, a stressful situation like that. that that's right. one that always carries over with me. Okay. I think one, you know, I got into this, I don't know how I got into this. <laughs> I mean, besides applying for the grant, because right. I never went to school for any of this. Um, so the students have definitely, you know, um, carried me along in a lot of ways and have taught me a lot. And we had a unique opportunity. The Bloy Film Festival came. Mm -hmm. um, they saw our gala. They're like, hey, you want to be part of something? Not knowing anything, we decided, you know what, this is an opportunity not to reuse something we already have, but to do something from scratch. So um, me and some alumni... Um, you know, one man behind the camera right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we put together a monster within. Okay. So, which kind of dealt with life after service, mm -hmm. dealing with a vet who suffered from um, ALS um, after service Persian Gulf and a vet who suffered from drug addiction after Afghan. And then the fact that we were able to complete this full-length thing, not knowing what we were doing, mm -hmm. and just the growth that took place for me personally, I have a lot of connections, but seeing the kids also grow from that Right. And continue to, you know, build off of that and kind of use that as a starting point has been really cool as well. Okay. As well as the first gala, too. The fact that, you know, we were able to pull that off and mm -hmm. not get laughed out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. And so you mentioned Dr. Boyce in the beginning. Yeah. You know, um, helped you with the grant and things like that over the years. And you've been doing this for a number of years now. Yeah. Who would you say would be another person that's influenced yeah. you? Kara Noonan. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. She's the heart and soul of that doc. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying right. to think how I, yeah, I need to talk more about her for sure. 
Okay. No, yeah, I am just one of two teachers, one of, you know, um, several teachers that have helped make this go over the years. So Kira Noonan um, is, uh, she's right there involved with the two, as mm-hmm. Todd has had rosters for it. And she really is the heart and soul, the organization behind it. Um, keeps me in line, um, yells at me. Um, so, um, but no, yeah, she does so much work. And she kind of got involved because uh, Dr. Boyce got moved up to, um, you know, admin halfway through the school year. And that's where she took over and has been doing it ever since. Okay. And she was really the person that kind of pushed for us where it really took off, where I think we did like something like 40, 50 interviews one year. Wow. Um, and she was part of that driving force okay. with that. Okay. Um, as well as a shout out to Rock Valley College mm-hmm. and Jerry Labai and formerly Brian Shelton, who yeah. used to work out there. So, gotcha, gotcha. Another thing that um, you know, as we as Vet Doc has evolved over the years, and you know, me being at the high school um, for a little bit, that I was really um, that really uh, you know, it, it's going to stay with me is when we talk about our equity work, you know, and, and how our equity work has grown as well, is how it impacted the work that you all was doing within VetDoc, right? Um, so if you can talk a little bit about that and how you kind of inter, inter, you know, twined our, our equity work with your work in, in VetDoc. Yeah, I think um, we've used the skills that we've done with the interviews to interview students mm-hmm. um, to help showcase, you know, what does it mean to be um, a student of color at Harlem? And then to hear that first personal account, like I was talking about earlier, you know, when you have a student sharing a testimonial of their experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a black Harlem student, that, that's powerful stuff, right. especially for, you know, our staff who might not, who, you know, don't understand it because they haven't lived that. Right. So that, that's very powerful. Um, so I, it's been great to do those. I mean, those were very um, enlightening. It's been powerful for the staff. We share that at PD stuff. Um, just branching out too, um, and seeing uh, diversity increase just amongst the veteran community that we're interviewing, and hearing those different stories and leaning into those stories. Um, you know, there's one way we could do a lot of these docs where it's just kind of like a timeline of what happened and not dive into the social issues. But something that I think we've done better over the years is leaning into these social issues too that these individual stories have expressed, um, and, and we've seen that. Um, and that's been great. And it's important for the kids to understand that, too, and to learn from that um, and just to grow from that. So it's just been great to do that, you know. And there's a lot of those stories that we haven't covered that need to be covered and that we hope to cover with the expansion and evolution of the Harlem Project okay. is to dive into that. You know, talking to local, you know, civil rights leaders could be a great um, avenue for us to go with. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, amazing people in the state line from all backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a chance to amplify their voice. Um, and we want to do that. Okay. And I think that would be powerful for our students. Gotcha. Well, thank you um, for that. And, and I can't wait to see see those. Yeah. Um, so now here's the moment of truth for you. Oh, uh, no. Every I'm guest tries this. <laughs> You've seen it. So let's see. I got to do better than Dredge. <laughs> Can't have the noble gift. Oh, oh the first right time, and you made it. First that, time I ever touched <laughs> it, I swear. Well, um, you know, obviously, thank you for being, you know, on the show. Obviously, you're part of the show, yeah. um, you know, and, and we appreciate all, all that you do. And 
um, everyone, you know, behind the scenes and in front, you know, in front as well for Vet Doc. And um, we appreciate that. Well, thank you for all your support. I know. So um, administration, there's a lot of schools that I tried and they haven't had the support okay. um, to get it. So um, you're a big part of that, too. So appreciate okay. it and giving opportunities to do different videos. So okay. thank no, you. Anytime. All right. Well, there's another um, episode um, in the books. Um, you know, we, we definitely love bringing these to you. Um, specifically with with things that are going on, again, within Harlem and then also things that are going on in our community. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Um, and like always, I am Harlem. You are Harlem. We are Harlem. See you next time.